cool. So first thing I want to say is in the last episode, we left off talking about how Rom potentially like who would beat him, so on and so forth. But he beat himself. I'm not sure why. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's plotting something, maybe potentially, but he has announced it. He has it. to be. He has to be. I think he might be running for another office or something like that. You think? Maybe. Yeah, he he's either dying or running for higher office, I feel like. I'm not going to say I don't know him personally enough to like wish death upon him or anybody, but I would prefer that he not run for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to leave it at well, that. He was Obama's chief of staff, right? Did he do a good job there? I feel like I was too young to like either care or I might have been like Obama mesmerized at the time. That was my first chance to vote. Yeah, that you know. that that got a lot of us. Not yeah. to say that he's terrible, but you know, right? So he's uh, not perfect. Yeah, you know, as soon as he came in, a lot of things happened that I just can't really get down with. On top of the Laquan McDonald thing, it, there's a, a lot of stuff happening that seemed to be happening around the same time because the Laquan McDonald thing just went to court. It just started recently, and then within the same week, it seems like. Rama announces that he's not seeking. Well, he already uh, took his lumps for that. The, yeah. the whole reason he hid. So, if you guys don't know about uh, Laquan this, this Chicago shit, Chicago that, shit. That we a, to do that. So yeah, Chicago mayor. This was a Chicago shooting. I don't know how how popular it was nationally. Right. When I used to rehearse with my band, I would cross that street like every time I went there. Oh, really? That bridge thing by the expressway with the Burger King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know where that is. Every time. That's crazy. What year was that? Like 2015 or 16? 16? I, I don't remember. Well, wait. How long is a mayor's term? Four years? Five years? I think so. Because it was, that's why he hid the, he wanted to hide the tape. Yes. He wanted, he didn't want the tape to come to light so that he could, you know, not have to take any lumps during the process of trying to get a real We're a little out of order. So. Yeah. Let's tell, start tell from the, scratch. Tell let's the story of Laquan McDonald, right? I guess. Um, Specifically what happened to my knowledge, and it's been years since I've looked into it because it's one of the various shootings that have happened, which is unfortunate. But it's gotten to a point, just like with school shootings and whatnot, where an unarmed black individual is, is capped. We well, just say another knife, one. right? But right, yeah. He was wigging out. I don't know if they ever revealed what was wrong with him. Like if he was high in something, if he was having a mental health. Yeah, issue. they somebody called the police on him because he was cutting tires and shit, right? Or. Am I remembering? I this feel one? like I feel like I need to do the research. I don't want to misquote <laughs> anything because the, okay. the tire cutting is like completely new to me. But I did hear about the knife and I did hear about potentially having a mental issue. So what happened was there was an altercation with the police and they ended up shooting him, I believe, 16 times. Yes. He's reading right now. I'm going to just talk to you guys while he's reading. This is another episode of Spit Sessions. We are fact checking because we want to be responsible with the stuff that we say and post on the internet sometimes, at least when I mean, it comes we could, to factual. We could have just cut all this out, but you know. Nah, fuck that. They need to see that we care about what the fuck we're talking about. It's important. So um, I don't know if he was uh, specifically slashing tires. According to Wikipedia, he was acting erratically, walking down the street with a knife. The police, as usual, said that he was coming at them with a knife, and that's why they had to shoot him. The mayor who was running for re-election had seen the video. Did they prove that he had seen it? He had to have known. Yeah. Let's just not fuck around with it. He knew <laughs> it was on the video. He decided to try to keep it under wraps until after he was re-elected. It ended up blowing up and they had to release the video. The video shows that he was actually walking away from the officers when he was shot and that the knife he had in his possession, a folding knife, was closed. Mm-hmm. 
And, and you know, this raised a lot of questions. Like, and I then, think there was a taser guy on the scene, or why didn't they call a taser guy in? And then like, the police officers went into the Burger King and asked for the footage. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, they went in. They were like, hey, do you have a camera? Give me that tape. And the person in there was like, uh, no. So, so that's part of the reason people hate Rahm Emanuel. There's I, also Ventra. <laughs> there's also the pay meters. He's got a lot of flack for like privatizing certain things about the city. That was kind of the last mayor. Oh, Daly started that shit and then slid out? Daly sold the So Chicago makes a lot of money, but... It's also very corrupt and all the politicians line their pockets with money and steal from us. So what happened was the old mayor put a lot of money into some shit when the economy was good. And then when the economy tanked, we didn't have enough emergency money to get us by. So he sold the highway tolls. He sold the parking meters to get a lump sum up front. And I mean, I don't know. It's easy for us to say that that was the stupidest thing ever to do. And it it might be, but... I don't know enough about how to balance the budget of a large city. No. And who did the the, uh, red light cameras? That was Rahm Emanuel. Okay. Here we go. All right. We're getting back on track. So I guess, you know, we can get into specifics, but the main thing that sucked about Rahm Emanuel is, you know, he had very, very tough decisions to make because, you know, we were running at a deficit, like bad, you know? Uh, We weren't going to be able to pay pensions for these teachers, firefighters, cops, you know, the school. They what were they like? They had like a billion dollar shortfall or some crazy shit like that. Right. And that's part of the reason he closed all the schools. The issue is it seems like every decision he made to try to balance things and bring more money in, it, it hurt, you know, working class people, middle class and lower specifically. And then when it came to. You know, it's like, hey, I'm going to put some money into our train system. It was only in the wider, more affluent neighborhoods. Yes. You know, close to the lake. And, you know, when it came to schools, it's like basically black and brown people, poor people were getting the short end of the stick. And I understand realistically, to an extent, you have to think about tourism and and whatever else. But there's a balance there somewhere, obviously. Yeah. And uh, the, the term of two Chicago's has been thrown around a lot, just as two Americas has been thrown a lot around a lot. And I think because of uh, Rom's policy specifically, you really have the two Chicago's widening. If you drive, you know, down Western or something from all the way north to all the way south, you see a very big difference. Yeah. And Chicago has always been a very segregated city, but the quality of things is just like widen is more is more prevalent like you can see it the things that reggie has mentioned along with rom being credited for closing certain schools along with you know handling the budget in a way well teachers have done several strikes in order to get more money for the fact that teachers end up buying their own school supplies for class still like perplexes me when i see that that's like really, really wild. They have to go to the store and like buy their own things in order to teach children. I totally understand why they would butt heads, you know, from if you look at it from both sides, it's like the teachers are saying, you know, we're in a union, we're do a raise, we need it. <clears throat> and the city is saying, well, we can't afford it right now. Maybe we can work around like this. We can work around like this. But you have to be realistic in saying like these teachers can't afford to eat. They don't have cars. They have to work all summer 
or they have to have part-time jobs during the school year or they have to drive Uber during the school year. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's not acceptable. No, that's Especially bad. when you're trying to portray this city as world-class. Yes. Uh, so, you know, I get that each side wants what they want, but it isn't the teacher's fault that the old mayor made mistakes and it, it isn't the teacher's fault that the new mayor has hard decisions to make. It shouldn't yeah. fall on teachers and school kids and, you know, whoever else to fix the problems of the city. Yeah. I get that you need to attract business, but Chicago is a business hub. I don't think that's going to go away anytime soon. So if they have to shoulder some burden for five years or whatever it may be, you know, that's a drop in the bucket to them. They can bitch about it. It may be hard to get, you know, reelected, but as somebody who's from here, as Rahm Emanuel is, you would think that he might be more inclined to put that first. I think one of the problems with Chicago as a city I think a lot of politicians want to be involved in the politics here for their resume, despite all the negative connotations of corruption and and even nationally, you know, especially people like to rag on Chicago because Obama. Yeah. I think people see it as a stepping stone or a a way to put their mark on the city more so than to making the city better, helping the people overall. Yeah. And it's important to help the people overall. So usually... When we're having regular discourse or we're going back and forth, I interject more. I say certain things. But if you notice just now, I let Reggie have the floor. You know, I let him do his thing and I wanted him to express himself because I have an agenda. Reggie for mayor. Hashtag Reggie for mayor. I told you. I told you. Well, you know, about like 25 people are going to run for mayor right now. I mean, that's not even... It's going to be like That's the not Sur- that you remember bad. Surge commercials? Yeah. That drink? Yeah. Where they'd be running through a junkyard to get one bottle of Surge? I remember. Yeah. I know. Everybody's going to come out of the woodwork to try to snatch it because I feel like it's wide open now. Yeah, it's wide open. As soon as he said he's not running for re-election, I was like, oh, man, anybody could just do this. So just throw your hat in the ring, bro. I believe in you. It's OK. Like, uh, I will support for most you. People, I'm assuming in, nobody listening to this knows. Before <laughs> we had this current mayor, we had Mayor Daly and then for what? 20? That was a long time. And then before that, we had his dad, right? Yeah, or was there Richard. A, was there a short gap in between? Did somebody get like one term in between? Uh, I can't recall if anyone got But basically, you had this dude and his dad running the city for like... Many years. Decades. Yeah. And then you have this guy who's been at it for over 10 years now. Right? It's been over 10 years already? Time really flies, it's man. It's at least eight years, right? Yeah, he, I think He had so. at least two terms? Yeah, he had at least two terms. I remember him... Um, Going forward, was it initially when I was 18, which was around 2007, probably? So, yeah, that makes sense. But the thing about running for mayor is the qualifications aren't super duper high. It isn't super duper crazy. I think you have to live in the city. Right. That you have to be a certain age. To get elected in Chicago. Though, you have to have the gotta, clout <laughs> for right. it. Right. You got you to gotta know some people. Yeah. I which think is true. Um, last time Rom ran, he, he raised like $2 million. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can't. See, I want you to do it, and but that's I can't. For may- you know, yeah, it's a big city, but that's for mayor, man. You need $2 million to run for mayor. That's wild. Yeah, that's excessive, actually. That's why his son ended up getting robbed for his phone. Like, I didn't like, even hear about that. You never heard about that? Well, years ago, what happened was around the neighborhood, somebody ran up on Rahm Emanuel's son, and allegedly, one person put him in, like, a full Nelson-type situation or punched him in the stomach and was like, give me the phone. That's really bold, especially, I mean, I don't know if you know it's the mayor's son, but with all the things going on, especially in Chicago, I wouldn't want to touch any politician or their family member because it's, it's really. It's tough, man. It's gritty. 
uh, you know, especially in a city like this, you get a lot of nepotism and cronyism. A lot, a lot of it. You say the wrong thing and it's pretty much you won't get killed potentially, but you can end up getting blacklisted on a list that doesn't physically exist. Yeah, it's not the mob. You know, you don't you don't get murked. No, you don't get murked. But But I think that's how Chicago is in general. You're done. You're done. You know, with the scene that goes into like different things, whether it be music or art or whatever else, if you want dirt, it seems like everybody here knows one another. You know, oh yeah, Shorty. Um, she posted that she was in an art gallery, and the gallery owner or the person organizing it did not pay her, and people find shit out. It's done. She posted a Facebook status. It was like, yo, I'm telling other artists, do not do this, do not do that, because this person doesn't. And like like floodgates open and everybody underneath was just talking about their experience. I feel like especially when you're born and raised here, the city has gotten so much smaller. There's no place where I can go where I haven't bumped into someone, you know, word spreads. It's very interesting how that works here, because, you know, maybe the same thing happens in L.A. or something. But I don't know. I I feel like even though it's a big city here, you're connected to people somehow. Somehow. Yeah, I feel like every time I meet somebody new. I find out, you know, that we know the same people, you know, somewhere down the line. Exactly. Likewise, like the last episode was edited by a friend and mutual friend of ours, uh, Brian, who was in a band called Kodachrome. And Reggie and I found out that we knew him via one or two other people. And these are different scenes. The music that they make is like different. I listen to it. It's really awesome. It's not something that I would have necessarily gotten into had I not met people beforehand. So to just see circles, what is it called? Six degrees of separation, that little experiment or yeah. activity people Six were doing? Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Of Stop it. You cut that out. No, Footloose. We don't make it. Stop no, you it. don't remember when that game came out? Isn't that why? Isn't that part of the... I'm not sure. That's Did the I mean, saying or the game come out first? I feel like the game... No, the saying came out first and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then the and then they made you know they're like any movie you yeah. think of you could connect it to Kevin Bacon. Are you serious? I, I ain't mean, seen Kevin I, Bacon in a minute. That's crazy. I can't. Well, this I don't know when this came out, but I remember okay. these white dudes invented it, and they're all on the news. And then they would quiz them and shit. They'd be like, oh, uh, what about Ghostbusters? And they'd be like, well, uh, Rick Moranis wasn't Ghostbusters, <laughs> and then uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids, and then uh, Footloose, Kevin Bacon, uh, Kevin Bacon. Holy shit, that's crazy. Okay. It's, isn't it funny how people end up making the news for certain things? I'd be nervous no, about what I'll post. I mean, funny. Funny, funny in, as in, how did this get here? Well, because local news is stupid. It's either Ellen or the news. There, I don't know where the gap is. See, You're going to make either local one. Local news has to be, it's difficult to program in a way because... You're going to talk about shootings for half an hour? Yes. So you got to have... Because, okay, our local news shows are still, what, two, three, four hours in the morning? Yeah, yeah. You got to fill all that time up? Yeah. Like, okay, there was a fire last night. Here's a squirrel on a jet ski. And then, yep, and then you got to have a squirrel (laughs) with a jet ski, a a Cheeto that looks like... Jesus. Yeah, and, you know. (laughs) Okay, cool. So I think social media has kind of taken over the fluff part of news shows a little bit like instead of like we get to see squirrels but then the on news just post the social media that is true now. that is true it's a waste they used to have to send somebody out to interview the squirrel and you know how many how many messages or private messages i've received like hey can we use this video for this website or can we use this video on t-? you and get I'm like, those yeah i've gotten them what like once or twice of? 
I've usually sh- well, the first one was when the Blackhawks won Stanley Cup. Oh, and there was a picture of me Did like asked for fifty dollars. No, what do you know? What are you talking about? No, to get paid? Oh no, they just took my shit. It was a website. I was on a balcony after they won in Wrigleyville, and the streets were like packed. Yeah, yeah. And I was leaning over, and someone took a picture. I think I posted it either on Facebook or Twitter. And I looked up, and someone was linking me to a website, and they were like, "Yo, is this you?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's me." So. If you're a reporter for any of these sites or these outlets, you should really ask. Well, they, it seems prior. like they got they started about doing. That. They've definitely started doing that. But because I'm sure you know, since they got rid of all the photographers and shit. Uh, yeah, and that's not that sucks. I'm sure when they initially went through that transition, you have interns and whatnot, like just snatching these pictures, right up. clicking and downloading, yeah. and then posting things back up. If they so, ask, I mean, how how much money do you think you get? Three. I'm not even sure. I guess it depends. I'm pretty sure if they don't get whatever it is they need from me, they'll probably ask someone else, and someone would be like, "Yeah." It makes me cringe when. I see the thread of the conversation, something happened. Like, hey, can we use this video and blah, blah, blah? And somebody's like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, bro, ask for your. Ask yeah, for your if ducats. I take a video of a tornado uh, messing up a Little League game, I want $300. <laughs> I want 300 even. That 300 will be put forth. I want a Nintendo Switch for my troubles. To you. <laughs> we still need to get one. Speaking of which, Spider Man dropped today. It is, it is what? It's Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get that. Actually, I'm going to get it right after we get done recording. So Reggie is going to come with me. Are you getting it as well? Well, I have to take my roommate to get it and I'll get it with him. But yes, I'm getting it today. Well, you know, I don't have to. We're closer. Like we're we're here. Right. Like down the street. You should just take you should get it with me. Why? And then go and then just take him to get his own. No, because then if I get it with you, I'm not going to want to leave the house after that. But you're already out the house. I mean, look, which room? No, is I'm gonna. It? Here's here's what's gonna happen. If what? I get it with you, yeah, I'm gonna be like, hey, I can't give I'm you a ride anymore because I have to just go inside now and not leave my room. He could just take an Uber. Nah, he he uh, he ended up taking the day off and uh, ain't nobody tell him to do that. Like, yeah, let's go get Spider Man. I'm like, okay, we can do that. All right, all right, I guess. Even what? though, what? even though. He said he had to urinate this morning, but he actually pooped in there and then left a big mess. I hate. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, all right. I because I was gonna go in the direction like where I hate when people lie. It's like yeah, I gotta use the bathroom. Well, he was like, oh, I gotta pee so bad, and he went in there, and I was like, man, he's in there for a long ass time. And then I went in there, I was like, oh man. Oh shit! At least I instinctively back away from the microphone when I have these long ass laugh laugh tracks. Okay, cool. So there is a <laughs> nobody cares about this digression, but uh, that reminded me. There's some guy who. This black dude who puts himself playing video games on YouTube, he has a channel. Yes. And then whenever he does something good in the game, he goes, ha ha, but he auto-tunes it. <laughs> you and like, you, ne- you don't see it coming. I need you to link. <laughs> it's I like, want- ha ha. Like, <laughs> All right, that's, <laughs> that's funny. I want you to link me to that. I'm I got to find the videos it. Out. All right. So getting into what we, what all the things we want to get into, we talked about Spider-Man. That was brief. I'm going to play that shit. I got a PS4 and an Xbox One. Don't talk to me. I'm not I'm not getting down with with the debates and shit like that, even though PS4 is better. Basically, we talked about the media and and the silly stuff that they do for some reason or another. The Jeffrey is it Jeffrey or Geoffrey? It's never Geoffrey, but I just like to ask just Mm -hmm. to be a goof. A character that was on the Cosby show. He was the dad of was he the dad of Raymond Simone? 
No. Wait. Right? Yes. He was, right? Yeah. Because there was a light-skinned couple. The light-skinned yeah, yeah, couple. And, uh, and they had light-skinned kids. Uh, I, had to, I had to look back because... Yeah. He Ra- re- that's so far away, and Raven Simone has since been uh, yo, a cheetah that's girl. A whole, that's so Raven. She's since been... She came out. Yeah. She's since been kind of crazy. She had albums bit. out. Yeah. Recently made the news because some people spotted him at Whole Foods, and they felt like they were inclined to take a picture and be like, oh, man, the fall from grace. He had Whole Foods. Or yeah, some shit you like know that. what, man? I didn't want to read too much into it, but then you saw what outlet broke that, right? Which one was Wasn't it? it Fox News? Yes. I just feel like they were like, let's fuck with a black person. I don't even want to be like that. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like it's so... Because look, if me and Delancey were out and we saw him at Trader Joe's... Was yeah. it Trader Joe's? It was Trader Joe's. I get them confused because uh, they got that healthy, expensive shit. We were like, wow, that's fucking Elvin from the Cosby show. And then we would just leave. What kind of name is Elvin? That was his name on the show, wasn't oh, it? Oh, that's horrible. Elvin. Ooh. And yeah, he looked like shit, but who's going to look good working at... He has to be what? Four, 50? He's up there. He's probably up there. He's probably 50. I'm going to say 50. For his age, he, he looks good. He's just a little plump. And that's okay. He well, you know, he did some interviews since then. And he, you know, he shaved and did the whole thing. And he looks real good. But yeah, if you're 50 working at Whole Foods, you're not going to... Yeah, your shirt's probably going to be dirty. And your hair's not going to be brushed. And you're not going to be smiling. Right. Yeah. Why do you feel the need to... He handled it very eloquently. Yeah, I read an article last night, which was kind of sad. He has a 19-year-old son who's in college, and his first thought when the story broke was that he was going to embarrass his son. And then his son texted him and said, you know, don't worry, Dad, I'm, I'm proud of you, and, you know, you work hard. All right, man, that's that's very hard. Yeah, that's right great. There. That's really uh, cool. I think, you know, on top of everything else, you know, he had a big point about, you know, respecting work and work is work and not judge people based on what they do, which I agree with. But we have big misconceptions about artists, how much they make. And being famous. Well, okay. Because people do conflate the two. They feel like if you're on TV all the time, you should be making millions and millions of dollars. And it just doesn't work out that way. So I want to say like Friends was the first show where they paid the fuck out of them, like a cast of a show. Even though they pretty much stole the concept from Living Single with Queen Latifah. And, and that may be true. And I don't watch Friends. This is not. I've never seen it. No, no, we don't. We're not doing that. But That's I remember it doing. being in the news that the whole cash just got millions of dollars. And then the show sucked after that. And then it kind of coasted whatever. But, you know, everybody wasn't rich on the Cosby show. It not was a all. big show for I thought it was a big show, period. Because it was something we watched in my household. Yeah, concept-wise especially, but, because you uh, had these middle to upper class. It wasn't big for everybody. Like, yeah. I, I know people who have never seen an episode of it. Yeah, I can see that. But, you know, I'm surprised that in this, we're in 2018, and the illusion, I guess, is still there. You know, when I watch somebody, a YouTube vlogger, I know that they're, you know, monetizing their videos, and they're making some money. Yes. But they more than likely have a job. And apparently all you people out there are like, wow. They got guap 24-7. You work in a 9 to 5 with your bum ass. But all of us are working 9 to 5s. We have bills and we need consistent payment. um, But, you know, I've seen uh, touring bands perform. And then after they perform, they're selling their own merchandise at a little booth. And then, you know, one particular band that I saw, like one of the dudes worked at the fucking Apple store. Yeah. You know, eight months of the year. And then they went on tour for however many months. That's how it's done. Uh, Up until you sign a 360 deal. <laughs> but this is this is the reality. You know, he's I'm sure he does stage <clears throat> and whatever else, but he has 
a family. Yeah, to feed. And Tyler Perry offered him. Apparently, he's mulling over. I like the word mulling. I, I think I read that. that he accepted it. He accepted he's going to do that? some episodes on Tyler Perry's awful soap opera, I think. Uh, which one? Because he has. Oh, well, he soap has, opera. Never mind. I, I, I don't know if it's a it. soap opera, but I okay. know that Tyler Perry has a soap opera out, right? It's terrible. Uh, you know, essentially. Honestly, man, I try to filter, I real life filter out the things that tyler perry puts out because i know it's not for me it's not something that i would be interested i cannot in believe how out. much he sucks and i cannot believe how much people watch that i can no it's it's <laughs> uh, listen 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 you know think about oh this is horrible uh, okay is don't, it because, don't get mad at is me is it because he worked the church angle yes he's worked the church angle he's worked the auntie crowd you but know I the same like- the same women that might still be supporting r kelly more than likely get down with Tyler Perry films and movie because it's something, you know, what else are they going to do? You know what I'm saying? I watched half an hour of the Medea Halloween movie. That's a, that's that's 45 Ooh. minutes too long that you watched of <laughs> that movie. But I'm like, what? What was the what was the last straw in that movie? Can you remember what it was specifically that happened that had you go? No, I know. I mean, I was just kind of counting down the seconds. I wanted to, to just kind of. <laughs> Get because you know, I haven't been paying attention to him in a long time, yeah. Just kind of get a sense of where it's at now, and I'm just like, Where, what is funny about this? What about this plot makes any sense? Yeah, it, it was literally like he just wrote it in a weekend and then got five people. And then the, and the movie's so cheap, and that's probably part of the reason they get made. But it's like, Man, you know, that movie probably costs like four million to make which is nothing these days you know it's like it had almost no locations the cast was super small right you know he's writing it directing it doing everything it's like and whatever money it made let's say it only made you know 10 million dollars worldwide it's like that's a lot of profit yeah i think also it polarizes people last episode we spoke on how whatever happens sifts like two different crowds from a specific situation or topic there's a lot of people that feel like him in a dress is emasculating and they go into certain agendas and whatever else. I don't care about that. I just want them to be good, honestly. Ever since they, was it Shamar Moore they had in that cornrow wig? We should have known from right then and there that it was only going to go downhill from there. It was just bad. It wasn't a good look. It cost $20 million to make, which I'm shocked by. Did you? That's four times the amount that you said. Did you say $20 million? I said what I say? You four. said four initially. Did you just say 20? Yeah. But to be fair, I mean, like movie shit is crazy unless it's super, super indie. You know, I'm surprised it cost 20 million <clears throat> to make, but it made 75 million in box office only. Ooh. Mm. No, think of the profit margin. No, no. You, they then, made a lot. Yeah. And then there's, you know, video on demand, DVD. Yeah. Redbox. Yeah. I that. don't think they have merchandise. I hope they don't. <laughs> what if you just started selling lines of wigs and Ugh. stuff? He's no. not the worst actor, though. I mean, no, no. Except for when he tried to do that shoot 'em up Garatata movie where he was a cop chasing the serial killer. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah, yeah, chasing the serial killer. I think Morgan Freeman from Lost. Uh-huh. I think Morgan Freeman was the initial person to do. Was it Alan Moore? What was the name of that shit? He, yeah, he's just not gonna be in action. No, you just anything. gotta nah hang the strap up, bro. But you, you know, gotta. when he was in Star Trek and barely talked, that was I guess that was okay. Hey, yeah, he got he was believable. I'm happy for him, black ship captain. Yeah, I'm happy for him. That's cool. You know, he deserves. I hope he finds a way to break out of certain I'm, things. I'm you know? tired. I don't know what we're talking about. Anymore. We, we was talking about Tyler Perry, but we did speak on merchandise, and I want to talk about. Have you ever been mad 
at a company so much that you burn <laughs> that you burned uh, anything you purchased from? No. And uh, number one reason being, <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> they do this every time. Do you remember? There was some shit where people were shooting their coolers and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you already bought a $300 cooler. You shooting it doesn't do anything but waste your own money. And you recorded it and posted it for the clout. You're only going to get 10 likes on that shit and then just be stupid. It's, mm. uh, it's, in, so a lot of people have brought up the point. We're, we're always, we're burying the lead a lot in this episode. No, 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 that's fine. Yeah, that's fucking, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, so, it's interesting, you know, a lot of people are bringing up that, like, nobody gave a fuck when they're using child labor and sweatshops and all this. Uh-huh. And it's funny because my whole family didn't fuck with Nike. Like, yeah, we were broke, but none of us wore Nike anything. I didn't have any Nike stuff until, like, a couple years ago, basically. Yeah. Because that was a big deal. And their yeah. shit was expensive. It's also, it's like, okay, they're getting this made for $2 and you're paying $100 for it. That's a slap in the face. And then they're exploiting third world countries but more importantly fucking children like nah we're good yeah so i was impressed with how nike finessed the situation oh yeah not only did they get the contract to make the nfl's gear like all the clothing and the equipment and stuff like that for all the 10 sports years teams do that as i'm sure our listeners know so like the nhl they were i think nike was doing it for a while and then now it's adidas so, you know, the NFL, I don't know who was doing it before, but yeah, Nike just... They freaked it. 10-year ten, ten contract with the NFL. They freaked it. And they're like, guess what? Yeah, we've been paying Colin Kaepernick this entire time in order to, like, help him out with what he's been doing. It's been consistent. We've been doing this um podcast for about 10 years, maybe. No, not 10 years. I meant two. I fucked up really badly right there. I said 10 because it starts with a T. I just want to... All right, I'm not stupid, I promise. But we've been doing this for a while, and ever since we started, he's been consistently adamant, fortunately, about what it is that he's been protesting. He's been doing the kneeling thing, and it's been in the news every time. And it's just funny to me because he isn't doing much. All he's doing is he started, he kept doing it, hasn't said that many words. Of course, he makes charitable donations to people that need them, whether it be for children or, you know, teaching and holding seminars and stuff like that. But it's the people opposed to what he's doing that have been lighting the fire up under him and just under the situation in general, pun intended, because just shoes have been (laughs) set aflame. Hats have been set aflame. If you bought the shit already, that's yeah. stupid. That's yeah, stupid. It's, it's real stupid. The word of the day is performative. You just want to do it for the attention. You want to do it for. It's, for. it's you know, Nike has deals with, you know, golf and it's it's not it's not going to affect them, you no. know. And and as we're quoted as <clears throat> saying on this show, corporations are not your friends. You know, Nike is doesn't care about any of this stuff, really. They saw an opportunity and they took it. But I think, you know, a, a happy coincidence or side effect of all that is. All of this hilarity. Yes, it's pretty funny. But ever since that happened, I need to check and see how truthful they are. Allegedly, there have been other companies that have come forward and said that they also stand. Either I against- did not see any. So I was trying to look it up before I got here. Yeah. I didn't see a statement from Ford. I keep seeing uh, we, tweets saying that Ford said I don't that. believe that. Yeah, it's kind of hard to. You have to sift through everything that's going on. Um 
Oh, no, I see it. Levi's wades deeper into culture wars with a gun control move. I haven't seen a um, yeah, statement but, from you know, them specifically. The, people the just of, make shit up, though. The people will wear Wranglers. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of clickbait, man. You know, you just find something that fits your agenda. You find something that pisses you off and you're either going to click it or share it because you it's get with spread it. It's really bad, though, because I feel like individuals are concerned with their brand. It's like you're not selling anything, but you're a brand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everybody is, you know, especially on like Twitter the most. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody's pushing something. Everybody's like, I tweet two jokes a week, but I'm a content creator and I have a brand. And that I think that's kind of a hurting discourse. That is how it is. Because if you're on these sites and like Facebook, maybe not so much because your family's on there and you might keep it. Nobody really uses that shit as much. But if you're on Certain sites, you more than likely are known for having a certain disposition or you're known for posting jokes related to a certain thing. And if you're consistent in that, people come to expect a certain type of content from you. So, like, for example, Reggie keeps it cool with the um, with the flaming hot and the cat love. I miss that cat, man. I think about that sometimes. That was random. Your I know. cat? No, it's not my cat. You want my cat. Rocket. Well, right. I mean, the cat that lived at your house. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know you liked that cat. I like him, but it's just like he was too into, he needed attention all the time. And sometimes I just wanted to sit down. He liked people. Yeah, he was real sweet. He would just do this thing where I was sitting down and he would just stare at me. Because if you stop rubbing him or petting him, he just would look at you and be like, what the fuck, bitch? And he would get mad enough to like smack or bite your hand if he wasn't feeling what was going on. But okay. So that happened. Before we move on, go for it. Yeah, an NHL player, and they are very dumb. I just wanted to say that if you play in the NHL, you're probably traveling on a team and not going to school by the time you're like what 13 or something. Uh huh. So, uh, they're a bunch of dumb fucks. And, uh, <laughs> Canada, Canada's you know, I mean, progressive, but you know, yeah, white people did go up in there and kill indigenous people for their beaver pelts <laughs> I, why am i laughing God i mean you know what happened so anyway <laughs> yeah. this hockey player tweeted quote believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything does this mean you can fly a plane into a building question mark oh he oh he's stupid stupid how can so many people at nike be this ignorant as to the logical fallacy this entails this is absolute absurd I really don't understand. Why would you support this? No country for him. No country. I'm not even going. I'm not even going to let that in in order to process and like have a rebuttal for it. If you mad, just stay mad. So I would prefer these people instead of going on and like trying to push their agenda, just say I'm mad and then hashtag Nike and then yeah, just, just be like, that. hey, I'm I'm mad and I don't even know why. I'm mad because the more the more words you use, the more stupid you sound. I mean, that's a, a huge leap. That was a super jump. I didn't expect it. I was like, all right, we're going to go. I know it was going to go to the right, but I didn't know it was going to go that far. An essentially silent protest versus 9-11. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't go together with me. No, it doesn't. So it's safe to say that, you know, even though as a corporation, Nike has made a move in order to appeal to a certain crowd. And they ran that risk after crunching numbers, more than likely, to see how they would end up after doing it. And they pushed a different crowd to the right. So this made me think of another topic a few weeks ago. I want to say two or three. Afropunk happened. And Afropunk, 
it's mostly started for it's Afro punk. You take the two words, it's black people that are in the punk from what I understand, you know, um, punk music and whatnot. You can correct me if I'm wrong, right? I'm not a punk fan myself, but every now and then I'll, I might check it out. But what has happened was they've been catching a lot of flack as of recently because they've been judged for apparently maybe adjusting what they're doing for white consumption. Are you d- delete that? Are you recording me? <laughs> what is that? Uh, <laughs> what I is think, that? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No. Yeah, for sure. Did you catch me? So what that's been going on. There have been more police officers at Afropunk and people have been like, why would you invite more of these individuals when you know what's going on in the community, you know what's going on in the country? There have been problems in the VIP section. Apparently, certain people were kicked out for or made to leave the VIP section because they've had shirts that say Afropunk has been conformed for white consumption. And it's really interesting conversation to have because coming from two different spots, as a person that goes to these things, you want it to be a safe space for people like you, for people that are into the things that you're into, for people that come from the origins that you have, so on and so forth, et cetera, et cetera. As an organizer, I assume that if whatever it is that you're putting together or if whatever it is that you've invented gets big, you might want to monetize it in a certain way. And you might feel like you need more police officers or whatever else to keep certain things safe. But what I did was I did come across a statement that was made on Facebook by the editor in chief or the former editor in chief from Afropunk that went by the name of Lou. And it's a long post. But to summarize it, what happened was he was there. He said that he had seen several things that he didn't really necessarily agree with. And he decided to come to the light after he decided he was leaving and they wanted him to sign a non-disclosure agreement. So that is his reasoning for going online and stating how he felt about the situation and what was going on. And in it, to summarize it, it was mainly him speaking on, you know, the organization gaslighting, the organization going against certain things, the organization using keywords for marketing purposes. You know, you might not know what non-binary means, but you'll use that word in order to make shirts and push that. And the people behind it don't really know or well, stand for what it is they're talking about. Part of the reason this is in the news And is that's just an example. There were people with protest shirts kicked out of the VIP. Yes, yes, yes. And they were basically saying that, you know, Afropunk sold out for white people. You know, basically the organizers had a choice of, you know, do you want to have this thing for your people? Or do you want to make a little more money? Mm. And uh, that's what happened. Yeah. It's all, uh, it's you're all. seeing you're seeing more of it like uh, HBCUs are reaching out to white people uh-huh. more. To be fair, that's kind of so they can stay around. But it's a tough decision to make. You know, I try to see all sides of things. But it's like when something had to exist for a reason and it has this history. And then now it's like, hey, let's get a... 25% white people in here, so we get more money. Of course, that's not going to sit well. And the same when you finally have, you know, white people have Coachella and Lollapalooza and all this shit, you know, and then black people have a thing, and it's like, how can we get more white people in here? Because yeah. I want a new car. Right, right. Do you think we'll ever reach a point with the content that we're making, the stuff that we're putting out, if a random white dude with a suitcase was like, you know what, man, I like what you're doing, I like this. 
you should see Reggie's face right now. It's really cool. And if he just told you and I, it was like, yeah, so we've got you, you push this, you, you push that. Like, we need to get more uh, white people to check out uh, what's going on. And to the white people that listen to this, I really appreciate you guys because you guys pretty much listen to about an hour average an episode of us expressing ourselves. We aren't super militant, but we say some things that if you're not down with our sense of humor, you might be incensed to report some shit or never listen to it again. So if you're a Caucasian person and you've been consistently listening to this, we appreciate you a lot. I That's would really cool. uh, I would agree to sell out and then try to do it in a hilarious way and then get fired. Can you think of a scenario? Because I can think of one and I'm trying to figure out uh, if we're on the same Like page. if we had to do radio commercials for Hellman's or something. Like the Mayo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, wow. This wouldn't be nasty to me if I were white, you know. That, I that's that is funny. And then we I like get fired, that. but then we, you know, we get one paycheck out of it. Yeah, that's true. I like I like where your head is at. I chose to do this podcast with the right person. That's pretty cool. Because you know me, I'm gonna try to play the background. I'm gonna just, I'm just like, eh. I have like a certain like a, a line in the sand because I feel like mayo for the most part is pretty nasty. The only purpose for it is to make sure the sandwich or whatever you're eating isn't too dry. So if and someone, to keep your bread from getting soggy. Yeah. Ugh. I, I, I just learned that from Food Network. They said, you know, when you make a burger, put the mayonnaise on the bottom bun and then it keeps the grease from soaking. Into oh, I bread. didn't know that. But that's also very telling because that means whatever's in the mayo is like enough to stop. <laughs> it's grease like mayo's not. If you think about mayonnaise, it's just there's eggs fat, in that shit, too. Right? Eggs. Yeah. It, most of us eat eggs. Right. Uh huh. But there's just something. I don't know. Yeah, it's not a condiment of choice. There's no real taste to it. I can't understand why someone would have a passion for it. A light, I can do a very light, light, yeah, like micron thick spread of it micron on something thick. when necessary. This might be ass backwards, but I'm a fan of Miracle Whip. I don't remember the difference, to be honest. Uh, Miracle Whip has like a tangy taste to yeah, it. Yeah, Miracle Whip has a zip. No, no, no. The the, the, what's the word? That zip. They, zip? Yeah. Is it okay? So I knew it started with a Z. There's like a zest. Yes, zest. There's a zestiness, a little oozy type zestiness to Miracle Whip that Uzi I find zestiness. Very yeah, a little oozy zestiness. It's That's very appetizing. Not a good commercial. No, no, no. I just came out like full of oozy if they zestiness. got little oozy to do a Miracle Whip commercial, that shit would. That doesn't. That shit would be it. Listen to me. I have a vision. I see it. I can see it. Oozy shows up. And in the background, you hear the intro to Money Longer, like the, mm, 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 and he starts shoulder rolling, right? And then he just lifts his hand up and he's holding Miracle Whip. I would buy at least three jars. They would be small ones because I don't want them to go bad, but it makes sense to me. You have to just open your third eye and like be willing to like envision these things. Speaking on Mayo and uh, Miracle Whip, Eminem dropped another album. I haven't listened to it. I'm not really. I heard the first track and his flow is like, (laughs) no, you know, I was a fan of Eminem when he first came out. One. Likewise. It was a different time. First of all. Second of all, I was a child. Yes. Third of all, he was a lot better. I would say after the second album, he changed his flow up and his content. Like he went from being a cartoon, like, you know, his life is crazy, but everything was amped up to 11. You know, he's like, man, I I did all these drugs and then I did this and then I killed a lady. And I killed my wife and I punched my mother in a vagina. And you're like, okay, this is a, you know, he's taking you somewhere, right? And that's kind of the purpose of storytelling and all that. I, I got the angle, right? And it made sense. Yeah. 
even if it was, you know, if you want to say it's crass or whatever. Then he became, you know, like, I'm just mad. Uh, yeah. I wasn't into that. So I ignored it. And now he's back. And the problem I have with the one and a half songs I've heard about him being back is the first song, his flow is just like everybody else's these days, like that. I can't remember it. I want to say it's like the Chirac flow, but I could be wrong. But basically, right. it's like what everybody's doing right now. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> and then the other one where he disses everybody, I just cut it off because it wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. I think. I know that we make fun of the way that he does stuff, right? I think he is an excellent rapper, right? But he hasn't been doing the shit that he should be doing mm-hmm. for however many years now. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a little bit. I can't really... Uh, this is funny to me because I've been making fun of the way that he has rapped for a little bit. Because it does sound like with the carpet and larp it and then I tarp it and harp it. And I'll just, all right, these words rhyme. That's what's up. They do make sense when he puts them together. But, you know, there are certain hip hop heads that will sit down and look at me and be like, oh, no, you just don't have an appreciation for the bars and the way the lyricism is put together. And all right, look, I'm not about to debate you about this. If you like it, you like it. If you want to listen to it, you want to listen to it. That's cool. Do you. But you cannot argue with the fact that it's basically wall punch music. He making wall punch music. And then he made a song dissing, you know what I'm saying? Like other people that make wall punch music. I'm not trying to sit up here and listen to a Machine Gun I've Kelly response. I've never heard one of his songs. Machine but Gun everybody, Kelly? Anybody on social media that posts about liking him is white trash. It's wall punch music. It's wall punch music. Somebody, like, y'all just go home. There's enough music about white people being angry, you know? Yeah. I, I miss the old Eminem, even though he was saying the F word. He was, yeah, he was dropping that a lot. He was, um, that's way back. I, at least I give him the credit that enough. That was like 97 or 98, 99. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, that was 20 years ago. That was 20 years. That was a while ago. Along the line, he realized, hey, I can't be doing this shit. Like, I can't But I don't want to hear that you're mad. Yeah. I'm just upset. I'm rich. There's enough rock I'm not music doing that. And then you got rap music doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, enough of it. And also, I'm just happy it's not some more Xanax scissor <sighs> music, yeah. I guess. But, but you know, the beats too. I thought the his early beats, whoever was doing those, I wasn't all Dr. Dre. I mean, like that shit was dope. And whatever is going on now, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. But you know, I, I would say one of my favorite rappers, Redman. He switched his flow up after like... I didn't know Redman was one of your favorite rappers. That's crazy. His first or second album. Yeah. But he's kind of done the same thing, but it works because nobody sounds like him or raps the exact same way as him. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, some people dick ride MF Doom a little bit too hard. But, I have my feelings about MF Doom and I'll share them once you say but, what you have to say. Um, You know, I get like the whole monotone deadpan delivery isn't for everybody, but like if you actually like print it out and look at it you're like you know there's you'll you'll hear things the third time you listen to it that you didn't catch the first time and I, you know that's interesting mf doing throws me off a little bit sometimes because of the offbeatness with which he like raps a little bit you know he'll be deadpan and his voice is really interesting i've listened to it because right around he's making there was like a cartoon network adult swim album that came yeah. out I listened to that. I got that's, that. It was that's cool. kind of why part of the reason his fandom is annoying because he got a certain notoriety from the Cartoon Network stuff. And then those people are like, well, he's the best ever. But it's like it's probably the only lyricist that those people have ever really. Yeah, heard. it was. It so was, of course, they're going to be all, you know, it was essentially the Rick and Morty crowd before the Rick and Morty crowd came to be. It was like edgy 
college dudes, potentially that, you know, the type of person that would put the song or an artist on like and nod to it, staring at you, waiting for you to either feel it or nod along with it. Or the type of person who will be like boosting the song as you're listening to it, be like, oh, man, you hear them bars. Woo. I'm like, look, you don't have to either. I like it or I don't. Yeah. You don't have, you don't to, have to sell hype. it. No, you don't have to hype it uh, up. And like, he has a track record of not trying being lazy, who? Uh, and ha- I don't? having imposters perform for him. Are you serious? Yes. No, wait, it's easy to do with that mask, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, he's heavier set now. He has a mask oh, and thick. then he wears like big hoodies or jerseys and shit. It's like you could you could put and then his his delivery is such where you could kind of just put a dude up there. Yeah, you but could. they've proven that he's had imposters show up to shows for him. Has he said anything about that? I don't know if he has publicly. No, but he's been around forever, you know, and, and that's, you know, I don't expect everybody to go back to the beginning, but like Mad Villain is probably his best work. So mm-hmm. if you came in during the Adult Swim era, which was not his best work, and now you're all up his ass, I don't, and I don't think he's put out anything good lately, to be honest. You know, I don't know that definitively because I don't follow that close. Yeah, for sure. I don't really like but get up and look for it. He had some JJ Doom project that, from what I what I heard of it, was not all that impressive. So. Man, we're just all over the place today. No, no, no. I, I, I kind of like it. It's like a natural approach to certain things. You know what I, I'm saying? Uh, it's a conversation. I was probably up as late as you. Yeah, I was up pretty late. And Last was... night, Delancey's like, yeah, let's uh, let's get started with the podcast early. And then he, I don't know what the fuck he did. <laughs> if he did some... I caught my second wind and I just ended up being. No, he did cocaine. No, I didn't. I don't and do then that. he was on Twitter talking about Pootie Tang and all this. Pootie Tang shit. is an amazing movie. It's a good movie. I'm not disputing that i'm just I, like, i'm sorry right. i got so defensive you're like yeah let's just uh let's meet up early we'll uh, knock this stuff out and then he's up all night tweeting about pootie tang and then i couldn't sleep for a while because you st- did you start watching pootie tang is that why no oh i, don't I feel like i used to own it i lost a lot of dvds i move a lot it's a great movie i feel like honestly um you know it doesn't get the credit that it deserves sometimes i'm trolling like when i talk about rubber even though rubber isn't a bad movie you know, I'm goofing around a little bit, but Pootie Tang is definitely one of the films that I feel like deserves. We, a we've talked bit. about Pootie Tang a few times. I don't think it's a great movie, but I was completely shocked to find out that everybody hated it. Yeah, for no reason. And Louis C.K. was like, "Yeah, it's a bad movie. Sorry, guys." That doesn't mean no. It was not I a bad I movie. I really thought like I thought there was an inside joke I was missing. I had no clue that people hated that movie. I saw it in the theater when it came out and laughed. Saw it a couple of times on DVD. You know, it had its moments. It was a... I don't know if a movie should be bad just because it's weird. I feel like if that were a movie that... That movie has everything that a cult classic has. But for some reason, it's not quite there. Really? So, it's, okay. It's like, it's a weird movie that I just... I don't know if it came out at the wrong time or what. Probably in like 10 years, people are going to be like, yeah, Pootie Tang. All these young people are going to discover it, and it's going to be the best movie of all time. Yes. We appreciate it when it came out. Sometimes things take a little bit of time, you know, before actually, like, putting them out and whatnot. There's a cult classic about the movie The Room, which people yes. say Have is, you like, seen it? no, they say it's inadvertently funny. But It is. But knowing that the actor or whoever it is is trying to be serious, that's why I'm like, I don't know, man. I can't. I, don't know I grew I up really. enjoying stuff like that. It just annoys me that. It's again, it's like one of those things. This is the one thing that I know about. So it is the best and funniest thing of its type because I don't know anything else. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of hearing about The Room. Yeah, I've seen it. It's a bad movie that is inadvertently somewhat entertaining. I've seen a hundred of those. Yeah. 
Yeah, so. Yeah, so leave shit alone. So <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I was looking for some questions that we might have been asked. Nobody um, asking us shit. I got sent some, but I can't find out where it actually is. That's wow. The, no, no, because when you run to accounts and like notifications, like so on and so forth, I, I need a better way to save these things. But that's pretty much it. So, so. people are just are wasting their hand strength messaging. No, no, no. I mean, it's not even the whole hand. It's just like the thumb that you use in order to like send things. But I was looking for it. I was looking for it, but I could not find it. And I feel like a failure now. But in any case, if, you know, you got any plugs that you want to do, you'd be doing shows and shit, right? I'm playing some Black Party in Pilsen on the 15th. I don't know. I Maybe that'll be cool. Do you know which block it will be? Shit. <laughs> I always catch Reggie off guard. He's you know what's the, crazy? What? Um, I found this out a while ago, and what? I meant to talk about it on the podcast, but I forgot. But it's back in the news. Did you know that high-end clothing manufacturers burn their clothes that they don't sell that's a waste why they destroy them why do they do that um this was on the the bbc news <laughs> big black cock news <laughs> in in britain stop <laughs> uh, they were saying that the idea is so burberry for instance is in the news because they said hey we're not going to burn our clothes anymore or use fur so please fuck with us basically so like i shop at nordstrom rack or tj maxx right these outlets they feel like having any of their products and outlets lowers the value their brand and makes them they want to be like we're top class so if they have a little mistake they destroy it if they have a design that doesn't sell it all they destroy it. They, don't, they don't even donate it because having poor people wear it makes their brand look bad according to oh, our cheap that's, that's bad yeah that's fucked up yeah that's really bad it's fucked up that i understood what it was or why they were doing it. I'm not saying it's right, but there's several people that have dropped lines. I know Beyonce dropped. What was the name of that jean line? Was it Daria? Mm, I don't know anything about clothes. She has something about jeans. It was jeans. I think it was jeans. But they ended up in like Marshalls and shit like that, which is fine. But people You know, need- it's like times are different now. Yeah. I understand that there's a concentration of wealth, right? But it's with not a lot of people. Yeah. So how many Burberry scarves can one person own? Yeah. Before Kmart went out of business, I was in there trying to see if I get something for real cheap. Fucking, I think J-Lo had clothes in there. Yes. The dude from Maroon 5, maybe. I don't like famous (laughs) ass people. You know, they have these cheap colognes and cheap clothes. And it's like, they're making a lot of money. They're making money. Yeah, that's just a waste. Uh, Honestly. I think one of the main foundations of this episode has accidentally ended up being don't burn your clothes. Don't yeah. burn things. Don't burn your clothes, especially while you're wearing them like that one guy. Yeah. I hope that was, I really hope that was satirical, but that was just hilarious to me. The fact that people are burning clothes. Yeah. I'm not going to be impressed until you're actually wearing the Nike and you set it aflame while it's on your person. Then maybe I'll take your protesting seriously. But somebody then, uh, made unimpressed. fun of a pair of shoes that I liked that hurt my feelings. They had like were they Balenciagas? No, no, no. Get the fuck out! I would never, <laughs> man. <laughs> so I was watching some cooking thing on YouTube, and the chef was like, "Man, you know, I feel tacky, but I saved up to get these sneakers I wanted." And he was wearing a whole chef outfit with those ugly ass, chunky ass Balenciagas. Man, he fucking <laughs> saved up to buy them trash ass sneakers. Like, dude. They're disgusting looking. Yeah. The colors are disgusting. The shape of it is disgusting. They're really chunky. It's got all that rubber and shit on the outside. Like, mm-hmm. I hate us. I hate <laughs> human beings. 
<laughs> Kanye West puts some inflatable flip flops on or whatever the shower shoes on. Yeah. With a suit, and everybody's like, "Yeah, I gotta copy those." I know nobody's really, really saying that, but on the inside, they're saying that. I yeah. bet, I bet you see somebody with them. That shit at, just and at an inappropriate place. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna go to a funeral. I was them. just gonna say that. <laughs> I was just gonna say they were gonna show up to a fucking funeral or a wedding potentially in the sandals. It's garbage. Ye- most of those Yeezys look disgusting. They look bad. Yeah, they do. I think it's just it's surrounded around clout. I hate using the word because I feel like using the word clout is it is what someone searching for it would do. We've always been like this, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like it is so much worse right now. Yeah, it has. I remember worse. my sister cutting holes in her jeans so she could look like new kids on the block and all this bullshit. Yeah. But we are literally paying a crazed person hundreds of dollars to wear a potato sack with some rubber on the bottom of it. It's because we're more immersed now because we have a more direct line with what these people do. We can see them and emulate them like quicker. Whereas before we would have to see maybe somebody in a magazine on television or, you know, who knows, whatever, the paparazzi and stuff to see an outfit and be like, yo, that's what I want to do. Or see a commercial and be like, hey, they promoted this. But now you can just hop on and see a selfie from a celebrity and be like, yo, I want to cut my shirt so my nipples poke out and only my nipples. But what should be happening is you look at it and be like, oh, they look stupid. Back to my business. It's subjective. It's subjective. It does happen sometimes. I see certain things and I'm like, oh, man, that's kind of cool. But then again, I'm the type of person like I won't go buy it. I'll just think like, oh, I could totally get down with that. For example, I saw a, a video clip of a dude clapping cheeks in a Spider-Man outfit and and the game just dropped today. I probably would you purchase at least get the mask. I don't know. You know, my hair is like kind of fluffy. I want my shit to get smushed down. It's unfortunate. You need I know the mask stupid. at least. Uh, get the mask. But if I got the whole suit, I don't. It's very form fitting. I don't want my rolls. Like I got, I got some meat on me. I don't want all of that visible, like underneath. That guy had had a gut, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did a little bit. Why did he have a whole Spider Man outfit on while he was smashing like that? People have different kinks. That is true. Uh, okay, I understand. So I'm playing the Barrio Boogie Block Party. <laughs> Who named it that? I don't know. On uh, 18th and Ashland. And uh, I'm closing it. Nice. And uh, live DJs will be there. DJ Wero. I'm pronouncing that improperly on purpose. DJ Tricky Clit. E-Lock. DJ Tricky Clit not going to be there? Pimp Trick Gangsta Click. (laughs) M-Doc is going to be there. Mr. Bobby. All right. (laughs) It's gotten to the point where I don't know which ones are fake and which (laughs) ones are real. So, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's free because it's a fucking block party. It's a block party. It should be. Yeah. All right. That's what's up, man. I hope it's hosted by Schemer Tattoo Inc. Schemer Tattoo Inc. He's a tattoo artist and he sells merch. His name's uh, Schemer. That's that's lit. uh, uh, He does good stuff. Nice. Okay. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to get a dragon on the side of my face. But. Without further ado, that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening to another episode. Oh, rate us on fucking iTunes. Yeah, do that. Especially I, if you uh, listen. You don't have to listen to the shit we talking. I mean, you would have had to listen for to hear us say no, it'll, this. It'll get us more listeners. You know, only only 10 people listen to this every episode. So <laughs> if right. we get a couple of five-star ratings, you know, it'll pop for some people and then they might check it out. It'll, so it'll also help me sleep at night. So. Rate it five stars or uh, don't fucking touch it. <laughs> four... Four isn't going to do anything for us. Okay? Yeah, it's not enough. It's not enough. All right, cool. But that's pretty much it. We'll catch you guys next time. Adios. <laughs>